Hey everybody, I'm uh, Hayden. I'm Jack. And uh, welcome back to another episode of That Baseball Podcast That No One Listens To. Thank you for not listening. Yes, good job, you're doing a perfect job. Great. Perfect. So proud of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, welcome back, Jack. You weren't here last time. No, I was. I was just a different guy. Oh, okay, yeah, true, true, true. My bad, I'm sorry for... I changed my name for an episode. Uh-huh. And you plugged a different, like, uh, uh-huh. social media and all that. Was that, like, an alternate account of yours then that I didn't know about? Yeah, we can go with that. Okay. I mean, it's pretty crazy because, like, you physically, like, grew and then shrunk, like, at least six inches. Yeah, well, that's what uh, steroids do. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize. Ask Barry Bonds. I, I was going to ask. Why FP Santangelo is so short then? I don't know. Because he did steroids. Well, I figured. And he's short. I'm short too. But I was also. I think you're a bit of a better person than him, though. I can live with that. I can take that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Hayden. No problem. I really. Congrats on not being, like, an awful person. You mean it? Yeah. It's the nicest thing anyone ever has ever said to me. Fun. <laughs> All right. <coughs> you all right there, bud? Yeah, that's just... So, so what do we have to talk about? I was trying week? to be so monotone with that. I can uh, tell. We didn't talk about what we wanted to talk about. There's a couple things we could talk about. Yeah, we usually plan this out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we usually plan it out. We're kind of... Uh, what's the word? We're winging uh, it. We're winging it. Uh, that's not what I was thinking of, but that's actually that's, the word that it is, not the one I was thinking of, which was free balling. Yeah, was, <laughs> you have such a way with words. I know. Uh, league news. League news. Uh, the memo is officially in effect. Uh, teams are now for starting pitchers will be checked twice to start for foreign substances, and pitchers will be checked at the end of every inning. And if a manager, uh, <coughs> Joe Girardi, Wants to be like, hey, this guy's suspicious. This guy's weird. Uh, he can do that. And Joe Girardi did that tonight against Max Scherzer in the Phillies game against the Nationals. Now, wasn't it illegal what he did, though, because it was in the middle of an inning? No, it was not illegal. It's just uh, there's a lot of speculation that Joe Girardi was doing that to mess with Scherzer, which is illegal. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of shitty. Yeah. Uh, I just made this a... Sorry. Oh, it's fine. It doesn't matter. No one listens to this anyway. No one listens to this. Uh, Thank you for not listening. Yeah. Congrats. I mean, we started talking about baseball pretty quick. So we lost all of our listeners. all of our listeners already. Yeah. We we have to make it past the two minutes from now on, though. Okay. Because that's how you get a stream. That's a joke, Spotify. Please do not take down our podcast. Even though I don't think our podcast is big enough to be even taken down. I mean, they could totally deplatform us if they wanted to. We'll sue them if they do that. We'll sue them and we'll lose that lawsuit. But it's the effort. Is it? Is it the effort that counts? No. Oh, okay. okay. My bad. I'm sorry. Uh, what else has happened in the league? 
uh, Tyler Glasnow, I can't remember if, what the last time we recorded was. Tyler Glasnow is out with injury. He blames the lack of foreign substances and the more strain on his arm. I thought it was because going back and forth. No, it's going from having that and then having to switch and adapt so quickly. And just the balls, I don't know how much you've like read into it or not, uh, about like the quality of the balls that the big leaguers get. Well, they're supposed to be the best. Yeah, but like the person, like they put like some substance to get rid of like that fresh ballness of it. Yeah. To make it like not fresh out of the box and have like, like a little could... bit of a grip on it. Yeah. But like the way they store it and the way they do prepare it like that is inconsistent and like how many days it's been between that happening. And so sometimes the balls are literally just like it feels like you're holding chalk is the way that mm. Tyler Glasnow described it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Well, you know, they, pitchers can start using the Trevor Bauer technique, right? Uh, no. Sweat and rosin. I mean, that's I don't think that was sweat and rosin, I'm going to be honest. I mean, that Ooh. wasn't sweat and rosin at all uh, to have that much grip on it. I mean, I haven't tested it myself, but... Right. I don't think that's you anywhere. Don't think it was? No, totally not. Uh, no, I mean I think Bauer. I have a problem with Bauer right now. I think he is the stuff that he's doing. He's kind of a troll. He is a troll, but okay. So like this sword, right? I want to talk about the sword real quick. The You've sword. seen the sword. I've seen the sword. Okay, so like for those of you who don't know, uh, pitching ninja kind on Twitter. When you get like a check swing that goes too far, calls that a sword, right? right. So that's when Bauer, you know, he after he gets that on somebody to end a like get a strikeout, he'll sheath his sword. Right. And my problem with that is if someone who wasn't cheating, like to the level that Bauer is, he used spider jack mm-hmm. or a substance like that or worse. I think that's wrong. Because he's cheating, right? Like he's cheating, to an extreme measure. Someone on top of that, like, or? like it's one thing to cheat, but then to like rub it in the batter's face. I mean, it's like if like I stole a bunch of money from the bank in Monopoly and got away with it, and then like rubbed it in your face and won. Yeah, well, because like. The whole sword, right, is usually that's on a ball, right? Right. And literally those, the spider hack, whatever you want to, whatever he's using, is, gives better movement on his pitches, which makes them more likely to be balls and to get those check swings. And so it's just a whole thing where it's, I mean, Bauer is so smart. Like, he knows exactly what he's doing. That guy is so smart. But like, He's just kind of a dick. Yes. Then I don't like it. But, you know, teach their own. Uh, I mean, there's guys out there who are kind of... He's also on the Dodgers, and I'm not I mean, that's your personal... That's my personal thing. Biases. Biases. That's true. Me, I just don't like... I mean, I don't hold anything. I mean, I'm fans. I'm a fan of players on the Braves or the Mets or whatever, the Phillies. Well, it's a little different. 
because the Dodgers and the Giants have such an old rivalry. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, I think I I think a lot of Nats fans don't like the Phillies because of Harper. I think before that, like there was like all sorts of like that's like if the only like I don't think the Nats have like a true true rivalry. The closest mm-hmm. thing they have to that is the Phillies by far. Like, see, I would argue that the Mets and the Phillies have a little more of a. Thing. I mean, I think the Phillies. I mean, it's Philly. Uh, I mean, Philly's known for having some of the toxic, loudest toxic fans. fan bases, and so. Like, I think Philly and anybody in the NL East, but, like, Philly and the Nats, like, that's the closest thing the Nats have to that. Yeah. And I, I see that. So, I mean, I, I respect Harper. Uh, I don't mind that he went to Philly. Like. I mean, you got Juan Soto now. I, so and Victor Robles, like. It worked out. Definitely worked the out. The Nats won a World Series ring without him. So yeah, because they out. didn't pay him. Like, that's why. Even though those contracts are going to come back and hurt us hard, or hurt hurt the Nats hard, yeah. uh, it's fine. You want a ring? I'm yeah. sorry, the Nationals. The Nationals want a ring. I just watched them on TV. Uh, I had no part in that. I thought you were the GM. You're not. I'm not Rizzo. I'm not Rizzo. I'm sorry. Wait. We, I think we should get back to the league okay. news though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joey Lucchesi is getting Tommy John. That got announced oh, today. I didn't know that. Didn't uh, know that. So that sucks for the Mets. Yeah. Another injury in the rotation has been part of the reason why they've been so successful. He was in that Padres trade, right? Uh, not what pa- the Padres trade? Because he was on Lucchesi. Yeah, he was with he the Padres, with the and Padres. he was traded from the Padres. Right, but what I can't remember if. I don't remember. I don't it wasn't remember like a. It wasn't a big, meaningful trade at all. Oh, okay. It might have been like they purchased his contract, or they non-tendered. I think the honestly, I think the Mets non-tendered him. I met the Mets, the Philly, the, the Padres. Padres. Because Sorry. they had. I mean, they had Darvish yeah. come in. And Darvish, Snell, Snell, uh, Musgrove, Paddock. Well, they already had Paddock, Paddock but there. and they had uh, not Mize. What's the other one? Is it Mize? Mises Tigers, right? What is the one? Oh, I don't know. Too many prospects. <laughs> uh, who's the lefty? The what lefty, lefty kid that they have. The prospect? Yeah. I'm going to look Gosh, it up. Gosh, I'm drawing a blank on him. He's supposed to be coming up soon. Yeah, no, I know we're, we both we're know. We're both thinking of the same guy, but yes. I cannot remember. Don't worry, I'm looking it up. It's not Mize, because that's the Tigers guy. Let's see. Oh, my, there's so many guys on the IL. Mackenzie Gore. Mackenzie Gore. There we go. There we go. We got it. Eventually. What do you got there? I had to look it up. Took a little time. What else happened in the league? Wander Franco made his debut today. Yep. That was, I was going to save that closer to the end, but we can talk about that. He was going to be my Hayden's prospect watch. Uh, well, we did talk about, <laughs> we, we usually plan something. We usually plan it. That was going to be the Hayden's prospect watch segment because I was just going to gush okay, it out. Okay, well, we can save that for the end. Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, no, wait. No, this is perfect. So 
So hitting prospect watch, uh, Juan Franco, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, what you need to know, switch hitter, is going to be playing third base uh, for the most part. We'll fill in at shortstop and second. Uh, walks a lot, a great eye and plate discipline, doesn't strike out a lot, and uh, can hit for some power. Uh, like the highest of high is he's going to be a guy who's hitting 30, 40 home runs and stealing 30, 40 bases every year and playing really good shortstop. Does that was that what's going to happen? Probably not. Uh, Maybe. He, you never know. He's also going to probably hit above 300 by the end of the year because uh, he's just that good. He is so I good. Mean, from the game we watched. He game, in his really debut, he good. looked really good. His first hit was a home run. Yeah. Uh, and I think him and players like Juan Soto, Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, Fernando Tatis, Luis yeah. Robert, they kind of spoil – Baseball fans, because that's not typically what happens no. for a prospect. I mean, look at Yerickson Profar, oh, and right. he's I mean, just he now, he's just now like kind of finding his role and his like being a decent ball player. Right, and that's usually how long it yeah. takes for most guys to develop and adjust to. I mean, it took Vlad Guerrero. I mean, I think he would have been a little bit quicker if it wasn't the sixty-game season. Uh, I mean, the thing is, Vlad Guerrero Jr. is still a really young guy. Oh, no, he is. But, like, he's now broken out, and we're seeing the hot, like what was hyped from him mm-hmm. and what was expected this year. Like, uh, what was his face? Like, there was people out there, like, making bold predictions that Vlad was going to hit 30 home runs yeah. this year. But if you, like, went and looked at, like, his scouting reports and stuff, like, he was going to be hitting those, and, like, people who followed the prospects and stuff, they're like, oh, no, he could easily hit 30 home runs. Mm-hmm. And so it just I'm takes sure him a little while. Now. I mean, it took – I mean, Vlad was a solid big leaguer. I mean, sometimes that doesn't happen. Uh, Nationals, again. Uh, Carter Keeboom, uh, he's not – he's struggling a lot. He was a like top 20 prospect or top 25 prospect in baseball. And he's struggling to – he's not even in the big leagues. Kalanick? Kalanick. Yep, he, he, he struggled. struggled really Taylor Trammell, same team. Both – that's just this both year. Both supposed to be really high. I mean, both top 100 prospects, yeah. and they're struggling. I mean, uh, Daniel Lynch struggled in his debut and his following starts. Jackson Kowar, he didn't make it – he only threw – Two-thirds of an inning and an inning and a third in his first two starts in the big leagues. They moved him to a bullpen role, and he looked decent. He looked better. You know, he threw more than one inning. So, I just think something that doesn't get talked about enough is, like, how prospects get all this hype, and they don't pan out immediately, and people are like, oh, they're awful, and they sell, 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 and, like, trade them away. Like, no, give them time. It takes players time to get acclimated to the big leagues. Jumping I mean, from AAA to Major League Baseball is the biggest jump in, in you can sports. have. I mean, I don't think GMs are in Not the only mindset GMs. Of, no, I'm talking about fans. Right, okay, yeah. I don't think any GM, I mean... Is like, oh, I mean, if there was a GM that did, uh, they recently resigned. So, uh... <laughs> Or not recently, but somewhat recently. Uh, Jeff Bridich, Rockies. Rockies, yeah. He oh, sucks. Yeah. I hope he never finds a well, job again in Major League Baseball. Uh, 
hey, I mean, they have Trevor's story. They have Trevor's story, uh, and he's not doing well. They should have traded him before the season because they would have actually gotten good prospects for him. There, there's still baseball left. There's baseball left, but you're not going to get nearly the package you were going to get, especially because he struggled and, like, yeah. struggled, struggled uh, this year. I mean, I think that's just bound to happen when you're supposed to be the only one carrying the team. That's but just other guys stepped up, though. There's other guys who that's are true. performing. Charlie uh, Blackman's not been too bad. N- yeah, there's been guys better than him. Uh, Tapia, uh, Rymel Tapia, he's, they put him out and left. Oh, he's, yeah. he's finally clicked. You know, he's 26, and he's finally putting it all together. And, like, you know, kind of like Cedric Mullins, you know. You know, he's not nearly story. to the extent that Cedric Mullins is, yeah. which I was doing reading. I guess one of the big things that he changed for Cedric Mullins was he was a switch hitter, and yeah, I was exclusively a lefty, right? a lefty, and that's I guess that's working for Made him. All the difference for him, huh? Mm-hmm. And I forget where I was going with that tangent. Tapia. Um, Tapia. Uh, I literally just wrote an article about it. Uh, go look at Hayden Raymer's Hayden's, Hayden's Baseball Rants. Hayden's Baseball Rants. Dot WordPress.com. Uh, I think the most recent article, I talk all about the Rockies at some point in there. Uh, not a whole lot of kind words, uh, but then again. Uh, I mean, how could you use kind words for them? When you're describing the Rockies. Uh, Probably the worst team in baseball. If you like another team, uh, you might. There's some nicer words for those teams, except, unless you're a Padres fan. Then, but other than that, I'm, I was pretty nice to all the teams, and the Nats. I wasn't nice to the Nats. So that's like it's your own favorite team. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not a. I'm not a Nats fan. I follow the Nats. I am a baseball fan. Yeah, that's true. I that's enjoy good, good baseball. I enjoy good baseball teams. I think baseball is better when a lot of teams are good. Right now, this is, I think this is an extraordinary period of time in baseball. It's super weird. It's no, weird like, you're and like really good or you're really bad. There's not no even that. Bad. There's like, I think, I now I don't think there's two teams that I think can contend for the World Series. We're already putting in okay, World no, Series no, predictions. No, no, huh? there's only one team that can like is a. Contender, contender. With the Rays or the Dodgers? The Dodgers. They're, without a doubt, the best team in baseball by far. I'm, on paper, they have the best looking team. They have, I hate to admit that, but it's true. In the outfield, they have two guys who can just flip I mean, a switch, and they are going to put up MVP-level MVP MVP level production. They have three, three guys in there who can easily win a Cy Young. Yeah. And they yeah. have <laughs> That's And then sure. they have some dark horse guys in there as well with Urias who which as much as I hate the guy, Urias is a good pitcher. Uh Gonzalez. Uh Mays out, but like I mean Mays was Mays was good. I mean the fact that they have David Price who is the shell of himself, but it's David Price. Like he's still a pitcher. People sleep on David Price, but I David Price is a pitcher. He is a pitcher. That's well, no, okay, so I don't know if you... Okay, what I mean, when I say this guy is a pitcher, I mean, like, he doesn't just try to throw it by you, which is what a lot of the younger guys and a lot of pitchers nowadays do. He's more strategic with his approach. He, you know, he tunnels, and he just does everything right. Now, it doesn't always work out for him, 
uh, and hasn't recently. But, I mean, he's a pitcher. He knows what he's doing. He's going to get outs. And, I mean, that's helpful. Uh, I mean, and that bullpen is good. They're it's not like... Jansen still has some gas in his tank. And yes. I think that's... And, like, that outside really of those guys, there's not really... There's some good teams. I think the White Sox need to add a bit, and they're, they can get up there. They can, like, they're on that same tier. If they add, they need outfield help, and they need... Seems like they need... A second baseman. Oh, right. Because Nick, Nick Madrigal is out the whole year. Eloy, like, they've been trying Adam Eaton out there every day. No offense to Adam Eaton. I think you're a great player. But you're not an everyday player. He's not going to listen to this, Hayden. It's he's okay. not an everyday player. Oh, there's... I mean, I'm not saying now. He's not, like, on Twitter, like, tomorrow morning going to be tweeting at me. No, I mean, in, like, however many years people are going to, like, take this out of context. That's depending true. on how my career goes as a baseball writer. Uh, I think he's a solid player. He's not an everyday player and a contender, though. I think it's funny that he's on the same team as Giolito. That's good, yeah. That's funny. I mean, it's not as funny for Nats fans, but... No, I mean, Adam Eaton is a big part of the reason why the Nats won a ring in 2019. He was really good for them in 2019. Fell off in 2020 like a brick, but... Hey, a ring's a ring, man. Hey, I'm not... As much as I, you know, hate on, like, the fact... Like, some of the moves that Rizzo made, like, it's like, oh, man, like, those really are coming back to bite us in the butt. Uh... I mean, the Nats won a ring, so yeah. can't complain as a Nats follower. Yeah. Yeah. Well, prospects, yeah. Prospects. I like how we just really jump we in all really around. We really like to go on tangents. Yeah. That's how we uh, fill time. It really is. I mean, look at us. Already at 22 minutes. Speed running this episode. Speed running. Uh, do you want to talk about the Scherzer thing? Or not really? Um... Sure, why not? Okay. So, it was Girardi, right? Girardi, Kept yeah. calling out the umpires to check Scherzer for foreign substances. Mm-hmm. And he did not have any. He uh, did not, was not caught once with it after repeatedly being checked, and he was not very happy about it at, at all. No, not at all. And it got to the point where Girardi got ejected from the game, and there was just a whole lot of uh, not-so-kind words thrown around. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's Max Scherzer. Uh, he's going to not say nice words if you're going to mess with him like that. I mean, and he had a good start. Like, yeah, he, didn't he, go, did. he didn't go deep in the game, but he, I he mean, what? He got some Ks. He got, like, eight Ks. Eight Ks, five innings. That's pretty good. Like, I would say. If... You know, uh, if a guy does that, and I think he gave up one run, like, that's a start. Like, that's a really good start. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I guess I there's know. not really a whole lot to add to that. I think if uh, – Girardi's not going to get punished, though. And if he is, it's going to be something minor. Like, he's not going to get any big punishment uh, was, for that. It was a dick move, though. It, lo- it seemed very intentional. I wasn't watching the game. Uh, we were watching Wander Franco's debut. Yeah. Uh, but just seeing the reactions on Twitter, it seemed very intentional. And they were very much speculating that it was intentional and hinting that it was intentional. That Girardi was trying to mess with Scherzer, which goes against the rules. And Girardi's not allowed to do that. I mean, how are you going to... 
I don't know how umpires or baseball is going to constitute what is what a manager trying what it looks like when a manager tries to screw with the pitcher. Like obviously it's, tonight it's that was so, blatantly obvious. But that's but, like that's like also the thing like it's such a gray area. Yeah. And it's kind of like up to the arbiter's interpretation. I mean it's really um, to the umpire. Well, the umpire, just I'm just saying the arbiter as in, like, the judge or whatever. Like, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, no, it's not – it's just – they really messed this up. <laughs> yeah. Like, which is – I mean, it makes sense because Major League Baseball messes everything up. That's which true. I think next podcast, we that's going to be – we're going to be talking about how much I hate Major League Baseball. <laughs> it's going to be just 50 minutes of me just complaining about Major League Baseball and why it's – gross and disgusting <laughs> and I hate them as like an organization love baseball hate major league union, baseball though? the unions are good I mean the, the players, players, players union I mean it's they're doing the best they can when they're dealing with one of the most incompetent and <laughs> grossly overreaching and greedy organizations in the United States yeah that's fair yeah. Yeah. I think we can just leave it at that for now. Let's leave it at that for now. Uh, but, yeah, no. He had a really good start. He did. Scherzer had a good start. Uh, Franco, or Franco, Franco. my Franco. bad. Franco. It's Juan Franco. Juan. That was an exciting game. They lost, but it was an exciting game. Yeah, that home run, I think I literally jumped out of my seat yeah, when he did. hit that. That was fun. Because uh, I thought he hit it the first time. Uh, he had a deep yeah, fly ball no, to center, he had a deep fly ball. and that didn't go out. Uh, I mean, but his first major league hit. Yep, he drew a ni- really nice walk to start the game too. That's true. Which I mean, I think he was just kind of disciplined. Just, it re- really showing off his plate discipline. Yeah, he was really just, I mean, spitting on everything that was close, and getting those balls. I think he came back from a. He was behind in the count. He was O two count. Sorry, as an O two count, he drew a yeah. walk. Which I mean, hey, I mean that's that's a. Yeah. Really good at bat. I mean, really good walk. I mean, it's kind of on the pitcher for messing that up, but... Hey, you know what happens. Happens to the best of us. Ah. Uh, so, Grom didn't get hurt, right? No. He's still just mowing fools down. Man. Yeah, no, I'm trying to remember. There was another pitcher, like another big pitcher. Stroman is potentially, like, oh, might be... Hurt? He might be going on the IL. That was really? a uh, notification I saw tonight. But there was another pitcher who recent or another player, like a big player, is mm-hmm. injured. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure who. Strasburg's still hurt. Yeah, no, I don't remember. Uh, okay, so I want to quick that I had a side thought that's back to the first thing we're talking oh, about. Oh, Mondesi? Uh, I don't want I wouldn't constitute that a big player. I think Mondesi is really good, but I don't think he's. Like, it was a big name. Uh, Like, a really crucial player. I don't know. But, okay, so back to this. German Mercedes is struggling. Uh, We talked about this, and I just want to quick put this out because, you know, it's important, I think. Right. Uh, He's struggling. And I wouldn't, like, say that, like, Mercedes is a bad player. I mean, he's a 28-year-old rookie or 26. One of the two. I can't remember. He's older for a rookie. Let's put it And so, which isn't necessarily that, like, rag on him. It's just 
you yeah, you're older, you're usually not going to be as high of a ceiling as some of these other guys. And you know, I think part of the reason why he got off to such a hot start was teams or players didn't know how to pitch to him. They were kind of sleeping on him. And they were sleeping on him. And so now I think if we know how to figure out how good Mercedes is, we need to see how he adjusts. Right. And I think that applies that's, to every player. Like, I mean, that's how you stay good. And that's how you stay on the show. That's how, you know, you, uh, I was going to say how you be Mike Trout, but I mean, Mike <laughs> Trout, I don't even think Mike Trout can tell us how to be Mike Trout. I remember Byron Buxton. Byron Buxton had a lift and <laughs> fracture. Yeah. He fractured his hands. That's what it was. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I just had to talk about Mike I, Trout. I, I read up on that. And while we were talking about that, I didn't want to interrupt you. <laughs> I was, I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah, he got hurt. <laughs> he got hurt. That was the player. That was the one. That was him. Which really is a shame. It really is. He had such a good start. He was literally good. Like, he's still in going to be, he was what, third in all-star votes in the outfield? Oh, yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Him, I think Mike Trout is still number one in this. Oh, well, of course. I mean, Mike Trout. And he's not going to be there for the Mike, They game. could drag out Mike Trout's dead corpse, and he would <laughs> still get votes. He would still get votes. Because it's Mike Trout. As he's he a, should. He should be the greatest player. He's going to probably go down as the greatest player of all time. Keeps us up, probably. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that cool? Yeah. We got to see the GOAT. Wander Franco? Wander Franco. I mean, I'm excited about Wander. He was exciting to watch. Yeah. He plays with... He's fun to watch. Yes. He's really fun to watch. I mean, I think I... I like watching the Rays. I think the Rays are going to be so exciting soon. Which is funny because they do not come off as an exciting no, team. But, oh, this but team man, is going to be so good. they know how to win ball games. This team is going to be so good. Like, I mean, okay, yeah, Ryan Yarbrough, you're a good pitcher. You're not in the future of the Rays. I'm so sorry. Uh, but yeah, you know, they got, like, literally their AAA rotation is better than the Rangers' big league rotation. That's not saying a whole lot. That's not saying a whole lot. <laughs> and it might not even fully be true. But, like, that rotation is so good. They have Luis Patino, who you're, you know Luis Patino, From right? the Padres trade? He came over from in the Blake Snell the trade. Blake Snell trade, you know he's. Uh, you know I, my thoughts of Luis Patino. I think he's going to be really he's good. Be really big. Uh, they have my voice. Nice just, voice crack. Thank you. I have not been drinking enough water tonight, with how much we've been talking. Uh, Shane Baz, who oh, is a yeah. top one hundred prospect, came over in the Archer trade. Okay. Uh, oh, so way back. Like with way the back. Pirates. Mm-hmm. With the Pirates. Uh, who else is in there? Brendan McKay, who is that okay. two way prospect. Uh, he's like a two-way guy, like not nearly as good as Otani, but he's like a he's like a four starter and a like average DH. Hey, I would take. Yeah, like that's terrible. productive. Like that's a productive that's big productive. leaguer. And then Brent Honeywell Jr. Right, who's yeah, pretty good. He's made a couple starts this year. Right? Yeah, I think he's down in AAA still. They just have so many guys. They've got some really good uh, prospects. Yeah, them Shocker. and I mean those two. My, those two Florida teams. They're pitching like literally yeah. every night. I would love to have those like channels. 
where I could just watch. It's too bad their fan bases just aren't that strong. I know because, oh boy, there's gonna be fun pitching. There's like every night there's gonna be a fun like a good pitcher on the mound. Yeah. No matter what team you're a fan of, because I mean you can go over the Marlins and you have Pablo Six, Lopez. Though. You have Pablo Lopez, right? Who's underrated and he's already good. Sandy Alcantara, who's mm-hmm. really good right now. Sixto Janchez, uh, Eliezer Hernandez who is not talked about enough. He's pretty good. Uh, Trevor Rogers. Like, oh, Trevor Rogers. There are so many good. Your favorite fantasy team player. My fi- like, He's been carrying my team right now. He's uh, a good lefty. He's so good. He's a top 10 pitcher in baseball right now. Who? <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't think he's talked about enough. Uh, he's not my underrated player of the week. But, you know, he's good. He's good. Uh, I think he gets a little bit of hype because, you know, like, a lot of, like, he's a rookie, and so people talk about him. If he wasn't a rookie, nobody would be talking about him. Yeah. And so, which is a shame. Rookie of the year chance? I mean, who else in the National League has been, that's a rookie? Uh, Pavin Smith. Diamondbacks? Diamondbacks. There hasn't been a whole lot of great rookies in the National League, and so I feel like it's kind of easy. Him and Jazz. Like, oh, uh, I think a Marlin is going to win the Rookie of the Year, Possibly. which makes sense. Uh, Looks like. Yeah. Do you have anything else you wanted to talk about? you want to talk about your Giants at all? Um, <laughs> yeah, well, they uh, beat the Diamondbacks uh, not too long ago, mm-hmm. which uh, the poor Diamondbacks now have the record of most consecutive losses on the road. Mm-hmm. At 23. That's a long record. To lose 23 road games was, in a row. It was fun to watch that game. Yeah. Uh, that was a good one. I know you watched <laughs> that game. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. The, I mean, it's just, I think the Giants are going to be interesting to watch. Yeah, I don't know. Especially at the deadline. Because I think they're going to be sellers. We talk I mean, about the Giants every single podcast. Yeah, but, but I, think the Giants, I think the Giants is right a f- now. Yeah, it's an interesting team to talk about. Uh, I don't know if they'll be sellers. If they're out of it, then yes, they're going to be sellers. I don't think they're going to be out of it, to be honest. But they don't have, don't they don't have the prospect capital to no. buy, which is why they're not going to be buyers. I think they can hold. Or they can. I don't know if I, they're they, a playoff team quite yet. So. I think they can also like. I think they have enough lower-ish level prospects where they can get a reliever or two. Like they can get a cheap reliever like Hansel Robles, who he's not going to be your closer by any stretch of the imagination. No, but, but he's going to be a if he's the fourth best reliever in your bullpen. Like you got a solid bullpen. Yeah. And you know, I mean. And every team right now, that's what they need is depth. Like, the Dodgers, like, they don't need anything, but they're going to get relievers at the deadline. Yeah. Like, that's just a fact. And it'll be interesting to watch. Uh, also, uh, you know, I have a fun question for you, you know, while we're just here, because, you know, we have a little bit of time that we need to fill. Uh, who is the best shortstop in baseball? Hmm. Let's see. Based off what, though? 
What do you mean based off what? Um, just all around, like just literally just the best shortstop. I mean, take it in any direction you want. Okay. And like obviously tell why. Like mm. don't just say the name and then just leave. <laughs> like drawing a blank right now. You want me to name some like guys who sure, would probably right, be on that yeah. list yes. or in that top five. I mean, uh, you would have somebody like Xander Bogarts, Fernando right. Tatis Jr., uh, Tim Anderson, uh, Carlos Correa. I'm just trying to think of all the good American League shortstops right now. Uh, I mean, Trey Turner. You have Trey Turner. You could argue, like Brandon Crawford Brandon creeping up on that list. Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, Lindor. You saying Tatis Jr. Like you want me to pick Tatis Jr. Did I say him twice? You did. Oh, my bad. Uh, I think you did. I don't remember. I mean, that's what everyone's favorite is right now. Uh, you could put Gliber Torres. Uh, um, I'm trying to think. Ahmed Rosario. I don't think Ahmed Rosario. He's having a good year. He's good. He's having a good year. Uh, who else is in there? Francisco Lindor. Javier Baez. Javi Baez, yep, the other guy from Chicago. Uh, Jose Iglesias, Freddie Galvis, Elvis Andrus. I'm just naming. Elvis Andrus is the best shortstop. I'm just naming every shortstop at this point. Taylor Walls, Willie Adamas. I think Wander Franco is the best shortstop. He didn't even play it. He's not even playing shortstop. No. uh, Serious answer. um, I, I think Tatis Jr. Why? I mean, his defense is not amazing. Okay. For what he doesn't make up in defense is his offensive uh, productivity. Uh huh. I mean, he can hit home runs. I mean, he's. I think he's tied in the lead right now. Not uh, that no, home I don't, runs I don't, everything. But, yeah. Okay. Um, steals bases. Okay. I, I'd love to see that. I just think that I just think he's exciting to watch. Um, he's a young guy, and I just I like him, even though he's on the Padres. Okay. And so now. Are you gonna tell me why I'm wrong? Nope. Uh, now. You know this is the fun little twist on this question. Do you think he's still gonna be the best shortstop in two years? No. Who do you think is gonna be the best? See. I think Trey Turner will be the best shortstop in two years. Okay. I think he's going to finally – not that his fielding has been awful this year. Oh, no, he's been a plus defender at short this year. But I think he's going to get recognized more for that in mm-hmm. the upcoming few years. On top of – I mean, he'll just become a true five-tool player. Yeah. I mean uh, – As someone who watches Trey on a regular basis, I think – Right now, he's very streaky, where he will steal a lot of bases and hit a lot of home runs for like a week, and then he will be a average big leaguer, and then he'll go back. And it's, you need to, with how stacked shortstop is, you need to be consistent with that. And so if he can do that, yeah, I think that's very much a possibility. Uh, I think he can make some tweaks, and he can... Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you can always tweak something. Right. Uh, I think... 
I'm going to disagree with you on both, though. Oh, okay. Uh, Let's hear it. Though my two-year one is in a similar reason why. Uh, so who's the best shortstop in baseball? I think Xander Bogarts. I mean, that's, yeah. I think it's 1A I mean, and 1B. My fantasy team. It's 1A and 1B. I think those two are, without a doubt, the best two in baseball. I mean, I, there's really not a whole lot of nitpicking you can do on either. Both are like, eh. I mean, I think Tatis is a little bit better defensively, but Bogarts is a little bit better offensively. Right. So it's kind of just like pick what you want. Uh, I think both are great to build around. Uh, Absolutely. I think Tatis has a bit more of a – I think he has a louder personality, and that's not a bad thing. I think he's a brighter star. I don't think Xander kind of draws a whole lot of attention to himself. I mean – Whether that's the media or just – him, I don't. He's not talked about enough. I think a part of that though is because he came up with Mookie Betts. I mean, but like, he's the best hitter on that team, and I think oh, for sure. Verdugo and Martinez get more credit, and I think Devers gets more credit than him. Yeah. I think Xander's so good at baseball. Xander's I mean, both all three of those, all four of those guys are all really good baseball players. It's just he doesn't get the credit that he deserves, which is yeah. why I. And I also just like an offensive shortstop a little bit more. I think yeah. that's an interesting thing. And he's gotten he's, better at defense, too. Yeah. I mean, he's still, like, negative. Like, he's a below – like, he used to be a terrible defender. But now he's, like, below average. Yeah. But, like, only a little bit. So who's two years from now? Adalberto Mondesi of the Kansas City Royals. Okay. You want to talk about a true five-tool player. That guy is – I haven't I mean does he have pop? He has wicked pop. Wicked pop. Wicked pop. Like oh my. I mean okay, so this is very much a bro trust me slash <laughs> bro, trust me. I test What is your sources? This is very much a bro trust me slash I test. I I got an argument on Twitter with a guy about this. Uh <laughs> and he was like, "No, uh he strikes out too much and all that." watching him play this season it when he's healthy when he's healthy obviously uh because you know he can't play when he's injured uh but when he was like just i would it was must watch baseball but like no one talked about it but he is like every time he went up to the plate your thought he was gonna hit a home run or hit for extra bases which he did most of the times I mean, he doesn't walk a whole lot right now and strikes out a little bit too much. But, I mean, that's – he's – that gets better with age. He'll improve. Some patience. And, I mean, that guy is – I mean, talk about a guy who can field. He is a – from 2018 to 2020, he was a top three defensive shortstop. The only guy better than him was Angelton Simmons, who was <laughs> – Arguably the greatest defensive shortstop of all time. defensive shortstop. And Francisco Lindor, who wasn't too bad in his prime and, like, you know, won a couple gloves, gold gloves. Yeah. Like, Adelberto Montesi. should be up there in that list, too. No, he's up there, too, but Montesi was better. Uh, He's so good. He's so fast. He's he's a speedster. Mm -hmm. I'll give him that. And and he's going to be playing on a really good team. The next few years. Next few years. I mean, they have they so much pitching. Pro- they, have, they have too many pitching prospects to fail. No, they're, they're going to probably trade away 
Santana either this year or this offseason because uh, they have a really nice defensive first baseman prospect, uh, Nick Prado. Oh, oh, Nick Prado. And then they have a really good backup catcher coming up, uh, MJ Melendez. Uh, they have a ton of outfield prospects who aren't surprised. Bobby Witt Jr.? Bobby Witt Jr. is an infielder. He's probably going to play third because you can't kick Mondesi off that. Hunter Dozier is also not, like, amazing. You can put him at second. I think Nicky Lopez right now, he's been having a really good year. Couldn't hit up until this year, and he's, like, a gold glove finalist. Then arguably should have won last year, but that's besides the point. It was a Mickey Mouse year, Hayden. It was a Mickey Mouse year. Uh, So nothing really matters. Uh, That's why Bauer is a Cy Young winner when he doesn't (laughs) deserve it because he's a fucking cheater. Uh... Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you want to do our underrated players? Uh, sure, you go first. Uh, so, I want to talk about Sean Manaya real quick. Uh, Oakland A, uh, you know, 86 innings so far this year, a 301 ERA. He's tied for 14th in F4 for pitchers, which, I mean, uh, take that for what you will. He's tied with Freddie Peralta and Lance Lynn, two really good two pitchers who are having great years. They're just below Max Scherzer and Yu Darvish in F4 by point one, So, like, that's pretty good company. Uh, yeah. Uh, doesn't strike out guys a whole lot. You know, he's probably only strikes out about one in an inning. Uh, but, you know, he limits the long ball really well, kind of controls and doesn't walk a whole lot. And, uh, you know, yeah, he just he's just a pitcher, man. Uh doesn't throw super hard, kind of just does his thing, and it works. So, Sean Manaya. Sean Manaya. So, uh, hate to follow you here. With uh, I'm I'm also picking a pitcher. Okay. I think uh, I think uh, my underrated player this week is Kyle Gibson, on the Rangers. He's had an ERA of two point one seven, which is pretty darn low i mean yeah he's not having a he doesn't get a ton of strikeouts um i mean he has a he's pitched 83 innings he has 64 strikeouts but his whip is 1.06 mm-hmm. so I, I would say a pretty solid guy he doesn't have a loss not really eh, that, doesn't matter. that doesn't really matter um i mean he's on the rangers who haven't been playing great baseball this year, but he's he has been. He's been doing all right. Yeah. And he's gonna get moved probably at the off like at the deadline. He has another year on top of this, so like the Rangers can actually get a decent return for decent him. Return. And uh I mean yeah. Good job Kyle. You know, having Way a career year, like getting off the Rangers, like look at you man. Way to go, Kyle. Congrats. I mean I think I think the Props getting off you, the Rangers Kyle. is a Bigger accomplishment than having a career year. Uh, For sure. For sure. But, yeah. Uh, we already did the Hayden's Prospect Watch. Do, we did do, early. With Wander Franco. Franco. Uh, that guy's great. Uh, if you can catch a Wander Franco game, make sure you do. And uh, remember not to uh, get too disappointed on prospects if they don't perform right away. Because, I mean, that's an anomaly that we're just seeing a lot of right now. Uh, and, yeah. Do you have anything else? Any uh, closing thoughts, arguments, concerns? I just want to give a quick shout-out to Aubrey. Yes. Thank you, Aubrey, for filling in for me. Yeah. 
You did a great job. Better than him, to be honest. I mean, that's not saying much. It's really not. I mean. I don't add a whole lot here. I mean, you do. On occasion, add a thought. And, uh, you know, we should, should, you wanna, I mean, no one's listening. No one's ever listens. Well, yeah, I mean, especially this far into it, but should we just say that we're doing the a draft broadcast on June 11th? Yeah, July 11th. My, July 11th. July 11th. Uh, 11th's already happened. It'll be on some, something, I don't know, follow me or him on Twitter. I don't know if you tweet it. I don't ever. Okay, follow so follow you. me at the Hayden Raymer on Twitter uh, for more updates on, like, when we're doing that. It'll be on June 11th during the draft. It'll July just, 11th. July 11th. Oh, I don't know why I keep doing that. I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, no, I was doing that all day, though. Uh, yeah, so. Oh, well, I wasn't here. Uh, happy late Juneteenth, you know? Yeah. That was a while. That was a couple days ago. Yeah, four days yeah, ago. Four days ago, we're late. But hey, I mean, by the time was... this is gonna get out, oh wait, wait, never mind. It's been late, so we're yeah, four days ago. Yeah, four days. Ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go take a shit now. All right, bye, All bye, right, bye.